Cultivators. Cultivators. And anyone in between. Yeah. Maybe you only kind of like us. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you're in the angle of the or the line of the triangle between hater and cultivator. Maybe you're only tangentially aware of us. <laughs> maybe you're out of the Venn diagram entirely. Welcome to podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. The only lesbian-hosted podcast about Magi O-Sensei. I'm your Bunsona Roy. And uh, speaking of hating cultivators, I'm Fallon, a.k.a. sec leader Zhang Chase. <laughs> he got treated like some fucking furniture in this Jesus. chapter. I tell you what, I almost call it an episode. That <laughs> yeah, chapter episode. Chaptisode. Chaptisode. Fucking, I do that like almost every episode and I have to fight it. <laughs> it's like when you go to the store and the uh, cashier like tells you have a nice day and uh, you tell them the same thing yeah. or whatever. When you go to the movies, like have a yeah. enjoy your show. Yeah, you too. Oops. My coworker was telling me about how good the reverse of that feels today because he's he's he runs deliveries too and he's like. Yeah, whenever I go in there and I'm like, have a nice day, enjoy your food, they're like, yeah, you too. I'm like, ha ha, fuck you, no I won't. I'm going back to work. I'm going back to work to suffer. I won't have a nice day and I won't enjoy the food. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. Can't tell me what to do. Can't tell me what to do. Jesus. Uh, so. That's way we shot in this chapter. That is way we shot in this chapter. Before we get to the chapter, though, uh, last week we got a little bit too excited about spicy big bites, and there were some news items that I meant to touch on, but uh, I didn't want to break the flow, and then I forgot about it. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so a couple things. Sorry about my farts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how the body is. Uh, it's how this body is, at the very least. We've all watched Ooh. Bill Nye. Anyway, um, so uh. Uh, all of this is like slightly outdated, but whatever. I mean, it's we're we're a Modow podcast. Let's talk about some Modow shit. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, so uh, Tencent officially announced the the Chibi season. Yay! On their Weibo or something, I don't remember. I think it was Weibo. Yeah, it was probably Weibo. Everything's Weibo. Mm -hmm. uh, season three of the Dongwa is still newsless, but we're getting Chibi's. It's the it's the cute little style that they're selling. Uh, like keychains of it's good to me it's good and there was the the birthday sexy weighing where he I had love, his shoulder out i love birthday sexy weighing <laughs> sexy weighing with his barely done robe so when are when are we getting chibi season uh i don't know if they said when i think they just put up like a graphic with everything that they're gonna put out this year okay and that was the big thing i'm not mad about it i'm mad about it um, I want to see some shenanigans. Uh, I would love to see some fucking shenanigans. I hope, Thank you. I hope a lot of them, I hope it's just like, I'm imagining it's kind like, of like... Omake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, they're like four minutes long. Uh, it's just some little skits. Just a little, just a little poot of a thing yeah. that, you know, keep us, keep us, uh, satiated. Yeah, it's just bite-sized. Bite-sized little snacks. I really want it. Bite-sized snacks to hold us over for the real food. That's right. The meal of season three in 2021 or when the hell ever. Oh, God. Let's hope it's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that aside, um, uh, there was a stage show that happened. Mauer FM, which does the uh, audio drama, did a stage show. Yeah, that, that was happened. definitely a thing. The, the actors were very cute. They it were was, very cute. 
It was a thing where they had like scenes from it playing in the background and it was to <laughs> basically to a track and they acted it out like Rocky Horror. <laughs> you know? If you've ever been to a live Rocky Horror show in America, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Rocky Horror Modo show. Rocky Horror Modo show. I don't know whether they do that in like England too. Like if you're if you're an international listener and they do live Rocky Horror screenings with the actors in front of the s- screen like they do here, please let me know because I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> I'm about to hit one up in like Holland or some shit. <laughs> Holland? Yeah. Of all the places. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> Y'all mind if I slip off to the Netherlands and hit the Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> Smoke a huge doink. <laughs> And hit the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Get mime ass fucked in front of a crowd. <laughs> oh no, never mind. That's only if you're a virgin to the show, so I'll be okay. Wow. You know what? That's a show I'm never going to take part in, you know? I was about to say, I'm, one day I'm going to trick you into going into Rocky Horror with me. <laughs> if, if, if you do that, I'm going to take you down to the courthouse and fill out the marriage paperwork immediately so I can divorce you. <laughs> Exactly, literally right then. This is exactly like that one time I almost got broken up with for ordering an iced coffee in New York in the middle of February. (laughs) Exactly like this time. I'm being persecuted. (laughs) Anyway. Everyone said fuck Fallon rights. Fuck Fallon rights. Fallon has no right. None whatsoever. Nobody involved in this podcast has rights. I'm sorry, but if you've ever sent a question to this show if you've ever guessed it on it you do not have rights I'm and that's coming from bear. us <laughs> we have no rights yeah i'm just uh, a bear and life is a nightmare that's how it'd be um, uh the very last piece of news um i just want to give a big semper bunny to wuan who is the singer for uh the uh audio dramas wangshan yep uh, because he's uh, he's got uh cancer which is fucking bad it's horrifying i'm Sending him all of my thoughts and yeah. good vibes. I know that doesn't do much in the long run, but it's all I can do. Yeah, we're it's all, all the, we can do. All the hell way over here. Um, he's getting treatment. He seems like he's he's doing all right with it. Um, but it's kind of just started. But uh, you know, it's a fucking excellent song. Um, amazing voice. Uh, he's and it's just, just incredible. Yeah, and he's he's pretty young too. So like, I know. yeah. So just big shout out. Uh, we are out here. We're canning and standing. We're, we're not canning, but we're definitely standing. Semper Bunny, Semper my Bunny. friend, get well soon. Always and forever. Kiss. I guess. Sending a kiss out to the heavens. <laughs> All the way up. Big ups. Big ups uh, to you. So, uh, we have uh, one chapter this week that we read. But it's a thick one. It's a big old boy. It is a thick one. It is a thick one. It is a very long chapter. It's about five chapters put together. So much shit happens in it. Yeah, and I tell you why. It's because we couldn't keep Wei Wuxian acting a terminal fool to just, <laughs> he like, is, a series of chapters. It had to happen all in succession. He is unfucking believably annoying in this chapter. I'm seriously like, I was reading this again and I was fucking taken aback. He is I was like, so, how the hell do you do this? He is so obnoxious in this chapter. Where do you get off? Literally, where do you get off? Because that's the only conceivable reason I could find for someone acting like this is because they fucking get off on it. So like, where does he get off? I know home. where he gets off. 
It's between his leggies is where he gets off. No, because he's 15. They don't have genitalia until they turn 18. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean, he's still bees annoying as an he's, adult. He's fucking annoying as hell. <laughs> God, I can't stand him. I love him so much. He's a baby boy. I can't fucking stand him for a second of my life. I can't believe this. Unreal. Anyway, so chapter 18, final installment. Part eight of the refinement arc. See how well refined he is. Yeah. So after, yeah, and wow. after after this, uh, it's all downhill because no more classiness if we're not in the refinement arc. I no refinement arc. Yeah. Uh, the next arc is just the trash garbage arc. It's the trailer park arc. It's the trailer park. Trailer park. Trailer Spell park. Yeah. yeah. Trailer park boys. Uh, trailer park boys. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna get into this big old. Summary. Please hit it, yeah. So sit back and relax while Roy talks. I'm gonna take a drink first, though. Yeah, let me let me. <clears throat> so chapter eighteen. Uh, while Blanchiren is still out of town, all the dumbass teens go about doing dumbass teen party mm-hmm. shit. Uh, Wavishon loses a dice game, so he has to go up into town to buy booze for everybody, and they all just get flavor blasted. <laughs> Uh, real early the next morning, Lan Wangji barges into the room where everybody's hung over and passed out in, like, just a pile on top of each other. He hauls Wei Wushan out of there and drags him to the Ancestral Hall to get some old-fashioned Catholic school ruler punishment. Yep. Uh, and, uh, but to the amazement of Wei Wushan and all of the half-drunk buddies of theirs who follow along... Lan Wangji sits down and clicks accept punishment, and, uh, he gets, he gets a beating, too. Uh, afterwards, Zhang Cheng is carrying Wei Wuxian around because Wei Wuxian is being an owie baby, and Zhang Cheng and Ye Hui Song are like, what the hell was that about? And Wei Wuxian tells them about how he ran into Lan Wangji on his way back from getting the booze, and they got into a little tussle that ended with Lan Wangji kind of flopped out of the boundary of the cloud recesses. Oh, no, and no, no. It wasn't that he was flopped out of the boundary of the cloud recesses. Wei Wuxian grabbed him and threw them both over the yeah, wall of the we'll cloud recesses. we'll get to it. I got a big old note about oh that. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> no, you're good. So, uh, point of that is they both ended up out of the, outside yeah. of the, yeah, the, the, the cloud limits. Um, so Wei Wuxian was teasing him, like, well, technically you're breaking curfew now, too, wink. So if you want to tell on me, you got to tell on you, too. Uh, but it's just us out here, so nobody's got to know. And Lan Wangji just, like, walked off mad. So then Wei Wuxian and Zhang Cheng and uh, Nia Hui Song run into Lan Shi Chen, who sees Wei Wuxian all beat up, and he's like, what happened? And uh, they tell him, and they ask for some medicine, and he looks over Wei Wuxian's, like, wounds, and he's like, uh, d- it's it's bad, but it's not medicine bad. How about how about you go to our cold springs and be annoying? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so that night, he sure enough, he goes to the cold springs and bees annoying, uh, because Lan Wangji is there, too. Yep. Um, uh, so he's gotta be annoying. Wei Wuxian tries to compliment Lan Wangji, and he, like, tells him that actually he thinks he's really cool, and he likes him, and he tries to invite him to Yunmen to, like, hang out, but Lan Wangji keeps saying no. <laughs> Especially when Wei Wuxian brings up girls and how girls aren't gonna like it if you're such a negative Nancy, and <laughs> Lan Wangji tells him to fuck off. Uh, a little later on, Lan Xiran gets back from Qinghe, and he gives Wei Wuxian a public scolding, but since his ain't-shit-ass sect leader brother is in secluded meditation all the time, and Lan Xiran's gotta do everything around here, he's kinda <laughs> sleepy from having to deal with the waterborne abyss as soon as he gets back into town, so class is kinda lax for a while. Uh, Wei Wuxian tells Zhang Cheng and Yu Huai Song how much he likes bothering Lan Wangji, 
Uh, he barges into the library pavilion because he's got a present to annoy Lon Wangji with, and it's a couple of bunnies. Yay, Semper Bunny. Wow. Uh, and one of them's got resting bitch face, and the other's got what, hopping around making a mess, and they start presumably fucking. Yeah. Uh, Lon Wangji says they're both male. Wei Wuxian LMFAOs his ass off, and Lon Wangji throws him out the window. Uh, I am as not, you do? Yeah, as you do. It's just normal to do that. Um... Then, uh, about half a month later, uh, Lan Wangji has stopped being a hall monitor in wizard class. Uh, everybody's getting a lesson about the founder of the Lan sect and how he'd been a wife guy. And the kids in the class start talking about girls they'd want to be wife guys for. And somebody asks <laughs> <laughs> Jin Zishuan, oh who's, uh, somebody asks Jin Zishuan, who's the heir and to the, the snobby, rich Jin sect. Uh, they ask him who his best girl is. And he gets mad because he's arranged, engaged to Zhang Cheng and uh, Wei Wuxian's sister, Zhang Yanli, and he doesn't want to be, uh, and he cops an attitude about it within earshot of Wei Wuxian and Zhang Cheng, who don't take kindly to anybody talking shit about the big sister. Yep. Uh, Wei Wuxian really decides to white knight, though, so uh, uh, Jin Zichuan comes back with some, then why don't you marry your ass bullshit? Quote-unquote, since sect leader Zhang likes you better than his own actual son. And Wei Wuxian clocks the Jesus out of him. Yep. Uh, everybody says, fight, fight, fight. And then uh, we Gilligan cut to Zhang Fengmian and Jin Guangshan having been called over to come deal with their dumbass boys. Uh, they decide to break off the engagement between Jin Zichuan and uh, Jiang Yanli since it had been their respective wives' idea. And neither of the kids are going to be happy, so fuck it. Uh, meanwhile, Wei Wuxian is outside digging in dirt as he does. Yep. Uh, Chun <laughs> comes up and says, boy, you really did it this time, and Wei Wuxian is like, whatever, he, Jin Zichuan is a big stupid idiot. By the way, Lan Wangji came by and thought I was crying, but I was just laughing and about how much dirt fun I'm having. <laughs> and then Chun says, he never wants to see your dumbass ever again, which, convenient if true, because Wei Wuxian is kicked out of the collab recesses and he goes home with Zhang Fengmian, and that's the chapter. Yep. That's the chapter, that's the arc. It's a doozy. Ma my god. <laughs> Finish is pretty uneventfully for all of the things that happened, but like, I mean, how the fuck else was it gonna end? You can only do so much clownery before the clown comes back to bite. <laughs> what can I say? That's just the natural course of things. It's the natural order of things. Is Is getting kicked out of wizard school really that uneventful, though? And going home with your, your not-dad? Not really, but the way it was phrased yeah, was that's pretty, true. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. hilariously uh, Yeah, it's just, yep, so he so, so he got up out. <laughs> yeah, he packed up his shit and got up out. That's it. Uh, but, bye, Cloud Recesses. Yeah, bye-bye. Uh, but going back to the beginning, uh, so the children are reading porn because they ain't got no internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know what's weird? Until I read this chapter again, I forgot how Mondo popular Wei Wuxian was in the Cloud Recesses <laughs> days. He's got like, so many friends. He was the star quarterback, bro. Yeah. Crazy. Everybody loves him. I like it. I love it. Um, he's the he's the de facto leader. Basically. He is. Because he's the class clown. So yeah, they're reading porn, they're eating wings, they're drinking <laughs> Bud Light that they got their 23-year-old brother's uncle's friend to buy for them. <laughs> Um, they're gambling and they're reading porn. They're fucking frat boys. They are. They're, they're just they're yeah. having they're having. Wow, this is another gem from my coworker today. He's a frat boy. Oh, I love and that. He was talking about. <laughs> he was talking 
talking about how one of his hazing rituals when he was a frat boy was having a fucking a toke off. Oh my with god! A, a, a member of a rivaling frat. So like the the idea was to just <clears throat> go back to back on as many hot fat bong rips as you possibly could until one of you conceded it. Oh my because god! Because just got too high. A toke off. So they're they're in there. They're drinking Bud Light. They're drinking four locos. They're having a toke <laughs> off with their bros. Somebody's gonna suggest they play Dipe Swap. It's, it's not gonna be good. It's Nye Hui Song against Wei Wushan. Shit oh yeah, really messy. And Nye Hui Song ends up by the end of the night just kind of like staring at the wall, eating shrimp chips, looking at nothing. <laughs> Uh, this is the reason why Wei Wushan is so passed out that uh, fucking not even Lan Wangji starting to drag him fully wakes him up. <laughs> he just gets hauled up out of the pile. This pile of passed out boys. Yeah, Lan Wangji shows up at dawn. Uh, yeah. And he's just like, well, party's over, boys. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the narc friend now. Uh, he's the narc somebody. He's definitely not their friend, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, no, he, no, he, Lan Wangji has no friends. We've already yeah. had the chapter where John Cheng had no friends, but this is the chapter where Lan Wangji has no friends. He's friendless, and if I think about it for more than five seconds, it makes me really sad. Yeah, <laughs> um, because uh, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, boy, I sure did not have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> I had, He's... like, two, maybe. Yeah, same. I had, like, three or four friends. Yeah. He was, you know, Lan Wangji was, you know, the twin jade. He was peerless and untouchable. And nobody wanted to treat him like a human. Wow, I'm sad. Uh, I'm really sad. I'm really sad about it now. Wow. Let's continue. Depressio. Uh, Depressio. So... And I just, like, fucking, I made a note that, like, he gets, <laughs> he gets woken up and, like, Wei Wushan is, like, half awake, like, mumbling in his sleep, threatening yeah. to fight everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and John Chung is, like, he's, like, he drank too much last night. And for, you know, for all his fucking posturing on how he's so much more of a better person than Wei Wushan, yeah. everybody needs to remember, JC has never been above this shit. Oh, yeah, no, he's fucking, he's in it, he's doing all of this shit, too. He's, he's just, he's yeah. fucking, he's just, he he's just acts part, like yeah. he's better than, better than it. And then he turns around and he's, like, Oh yeah, y'all. Where's the Jaeger? Yeah, somebody, 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 roll one up for me. Oh my god, fucking idiot. So, um, <laughs> speaking of which, one of the things he does after uh, uh, Wei Ying gets like hauled up by Lan Wangji is uh, Zhang Cheng hits Wei Wushan with uh, Huai Song's quote unquote treasured out of print illustrated pornography book. <laughs> Out of print. Out of you print. Know. He's a collector. He's a connoisseur. He is. Got Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to touch on something that has to do with all of this porn, but I'm going to get to it at the very, very end of the chapter because it is... We'll get there. Is it funny? It's funny. Uh, anyway, um, so everybody, like, so he gets he gets his corporal punishment. Yeah. Uh, they hit him with, like, sticks or something. I yeah, remember. I think it's they're it really, matter. really they just, long sticks. Yeah, they're it, disciplined. They're yard made, sticks. They're made of sandalwood, which God. is a fun running theme. Yeah. And they're super long. And they just they smack them with the fa they smack them on, I think it said the palms and the feet. Yeah. Which sucks. It's owie. It is very owie. And which like is, after all of it, fucking like, Wei Wushan is being a drama king. Oh, yeah, he's being because, a baby. You know, he's being a baby. And then after all of it, Lan Wangji just, like, 
gets up, bows to him, and pieces out. But he literally, he gets up and he bows to them and he leaves. And it's just... After like a fucking hundred strikes, like it just... Kind of, this is another thing that I was thinking about and that kind of makes me sad, even though I'm still kind of doubting how painful this actually was. Yeah. But it's still like a hundred strikes of something. How used to it must he be? Right. Or like either how used to it or how sad is it that he has to remain stoic in the face of this punishment or else he risks more punishment Mm -hmm. for like crying about it like you would be when you're getting beat. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm I'm not a corporal punishment liker yeah, by I'm very an extension much not, yeah. of the imagination, so it's horrific to me just in general anyway, but just thinking about how, like, his complete lack of reaction just makes me super sad for him. Yeah. It's not like, oh, wow, what a stuck-up guy, or oh, wow, how cool and tough. I'm just like, damn, literally who hurt you? Right? Fuck. Well, I know who hurt him, and it's all of his elders. It's all of his elders. Uh, God. Ugh. God. And he's got nobody to baby him. Unlike Wei Wushan, who is out here getting babied left and right, yeah. Zhang Cheng is carrying him on his back. He's getting, yeah. Footprints in the sand him. ass. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. And so, like, Zhang Cheng is carrying him on his back, and he's like, okay, but, like, why did he get his ass beat, too? Like, what did he yeah. do? Everybody's like, it's a misunderstanding, even though, like, none of it is a misunderstanding, and it's right? literally all his fucking fault. It's sure. entirely, it's 100% straightforward, and 100%. he's just being a fucking idiot about he's it. Just he's like, just like, oh, it was so crazy how it happened, you know? He's like, oh, it was really funny. I came in breaking the rules, and I expected not to get punished for it, and I tried <laughs> to talk myself out of, out of getting punished, but it didn't work. <laughs> he's literally, like, breaks ten sec rules at a time for days straight, and walks in the next day. I didn't do anything! Right? Fucking idiot! God, and, um, so, so we, he gets this, he goes into his whole story about what happened the night before, or I guess the dawn before, whenever it was, yeah. whatever. Um, and uh, he's, like, talking about uh, what he was saying to Lan Wangji and how, like, it had just, nobody else was there. Lan Wangji was going solo when he busted him. So yeah. Wei Wushan is trying to be like, look, dude, nobody has to know about this. This is between, yeah. this is between us and Goku. But I will and- say, I will say before, before, yeah, it's just the two of them. It's just us and Goku. And he's like, there will be next time. It's fine, man. Like you, we're like we're besties, right? Yeah, you we're best do this to your bestie. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I love everyone, you, you love me. Everyone looked as if they couldn't bear to listen to this anymore. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh Jesus, I can't fucking. Everyone's deal with like, this you dude. fucking idiot. God. Are you serious? You were really out here, and um, Lan Wangji's having none of it. Of course Lan not. Wangji has none of it. He's like, nope, it's punishment time. Of course he wouldn't have any of it. Would you have any of it? Hell no. And Wei Wushan's like, cool, alright, we both go down together. Right, he says, he says, and I wrote it down, then I stopped dodging, threw myself over, clung to him, and plummeted. Outside the wall of the cloud recesses. He does this fun tactical roll with a man's in hand. He literally, he just threw the both of them over the wall in lieu of, like, actually taking the full blame himself. Mm-hmm. He just had to dilute the blame, and he didn't, he did it to the fucking Dean's dork <laughs> nephew. The fuck God. did he think was gonna happen? <laughs> Genuinely. What did he think was gonna happen? So he goes, oh. He, he was gonna come up and be like, but look how cute I am. But I'm Wei Ying. Yeah, but I'm, like, super cute and cool. Yeah, yeah but, like, like look how cute and fun I am. Yeah, me. Everybody loves me. Um, so it's fine. Everyone likes me. And he's, like, he's, like, so he pulls him down. And his reasoning is that, uh, 
he's basically bluffing. He's like, so Lunjun, now that now that we're both over here, you're to blame too. You're outside of the cloud recesses. Yeah, look at all the rules you broke look when at all I the pulled rules you down you here. He underestimates how much Lan Wangji's word is his bond. Like, oh, yeah. to horrifying degrees. Oh, yeah. He, Lan Wangji's like, okay, bet. Yeah, literally, that's his fucking personal motto is okay, bet. He's literally like, bet. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we've seen what happens. That's, we see how it be. And he's like, so, he goes, who knew that he'd do something like this in the morning? What? I fucking wonder, bruh. <laughs> I wonder. And then he, like, chastises Zhang Chung for, like, jostling him. Right? He's like, I never asked you to carry me. And it's like, Zhang Chung. I never asked Jesus to carry me across the beach either, but he was there for me in my time of need, I guess. John Christ. John Christ. And he's like, John, John Christ pulls this, uh, pulls this, pulls this <laughs> passive aggressive, like, tsunari. Like, it's not like I wanted to take care of you or anything, baka shit. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I wanted there to only be one set of footprints. <laughs> baka. Uh, and then Wavershot says, no, I'm wounded. <laughs> I'm wounded. And then they, they fuck around for a little yeah, while. Yeah, they, they horseplay. It's good. I like, like it. Pretty it's much cute. everybody's, like, gathered around him. And yeah. they just, like, fuck around and are pals. And then Shichun comes up and had no idea that any of this happened. No, he's chilling. He's like, oh, what? He was What's having his good? own party the night before. Yeah, Jesus fuck. And like <laughs> he comes up walking around reading a book and he's like, "What's this?" Hey, bro? man. Who hurts your mellow? Who whoa. And Hwai Song calls him Shichenga, which is cute. It is very cute. He's I love, like I just love any time I get to see them because it's like it's so there's so much about their relationship that like we get to see but it isn't super explored. No, it's not. I wish it would have been. Yeah. Because it's really, like, we'll get to it more in uh, 30 or so chapters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's cute, and I like to see it. But it, it I, I just like to see that they have this closeness, um, which makes sense. It's like, you know, that's, you know, your your best buddy's little baby, Sib. Yeah! It's, it's cute. It's really good to me. It's cute, and... Uh, and so <clears throat> yeah, so Huaisong's the one to be like, it's so, like, it, hey, can can we do anything here? Like he he's 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 got a case of the owies. Um, uh, yeah, fucking he he asks what happens, and Zhang Chung is like, he doesn't want to incriminate anybody. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. He can walk. It's fine. He's just being a baby. Yeah. Wei Wuxian's like, the fuck? No, I can't. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> look and at like, me. Look how Lan pathetic Shichun, I am. Lan looks at it and he's like, oh yeah, this really does suck. And Zhang Chung is like taken aback. Yeah. Because he thought that Wei Wuxian was just playing. Like, I feel like Wei Wuxian jumped through so many hoops to make sure Zhang Chung wouldn't worry about him too much. Oh like, yeah. Just enough. It's tactical, mm-hmm. uh, self-destructive melodrama. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's got to make a big, he's got to, he has to cry wolf. He has to cry wolf because it, it, uh, diverts, uh, it keeps the yeah. true source of his suffering. Yeah, it keeps it keeps Zhang Chen from ever having to worry about him because if he worries about him, then that's him being a burden. Yep, you in know, his can't in be his a onion. Yeah, uh, pretty much anything that would bring attention or care to him would yeah. he counts as being a burden. So yeah. that's great. I can't, love, can't be a Tim Burton. So he makes me so sad. I love he's him such so much. A, I know that's a baby boy. But like Lan Shishen's like, okay, yeah, this sucks, but like I can't really give you any medicine for it. It's more like a sprain yeah, and th- not a break. I thought so. you were going to say this is more like a springs problem. <laughs> oh my god, it's definitely a springs problem is the thing. Why don't you 
why don't you go over there where I'm definitely sure my brother won't be later because he got the same punishment. Fucking literally on the next page, it says, like, that Shi uh, Chen had told Wang that Lan Wangji was going to be there. Yeah, fucking, okay. She's like, just like, you know what? Go bother my brother till he gets a boner. It's fine. Literally, I know it's canon that Lan Shi Chen is just an airhead and does most <laughs> of this not really on purpose, basically. But I do genuinely still think he was purposefully trying to set Wang Shan up, at least as friends. Yeah. Because he just sees Lan Wangji, he's like, man, my brother really needs a fucking Ex- friend. Yeah, yeah. He, sees- he needs a friend. Yeah, he's not trying to be like, you know, Mr. Epic... Fucking, matchmaker yeah thing. he's not trying to pull any strings like in a in a secretive sly you know puppet master you know kind of way he's he just, just like yeah. yeah he's just like look at this my fucking pathetic little brother has this big crush he has no friends he has no idea what he's doing i'm gonna help him out yeah he's trying good. yeah he's trying to do this out of the goodness of his sweet stupid little heart. There is nothing but good in that heart. Yeah. He's just very dumb about it. He's he's all heart, no brain, and that's what that's that's how a himbo. That's how you get a himbo. It's a himbo. And that's then, how you get sec leader himbo. And then Lan Wangji walks into the cold springs and he hears somebody go Lan Yeah. And he's and like, he's like oh, fuck no. it's the puppet master who cursed my dad. <laughs> Speaking of puppet masters, so so Wang Yang comes in, and he, uh, yeah, he literally says, your brother told me to come here and bathe with you. Yeah. And and then, but then he, like, genuinely tries to befriend Lan Wangji and, like, talk to him, and it's yeah. so sweet. It's really sweet. It reminds me, I made a little note of it, just, the whole exchange sort of reads like something you'd see grade schoolers do. Yeah! It's so innocent! Like, even if Wei Wuxian is half-teasing, I really like to read it. Yeah! But yeah, he's, like, he's just kind of... He's being genuine, but he's Wei Wuxian, which means he's being annoying about it. Yeah. And so he's like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. It's so cold. Oh my gosh, this cold spring. I can't believe it's so cold. And he's like jumping around. And Lan Wangji is like, Lan Wangji is just sitting there trying to vibe. Yeah. And Wei Wuxian is like really, really harshing the vibe. He's fucking, Wei Wuxian is so fucking annoying. He's so stupid. Oh my God, it's so cold. (laughs) Lan Wangji's like, just fucking stop moving. Yeah. And, like, Wei Wuxian, like, wades over to him. He's like, yeah. oh, my God. It's, like, warm over here. Did you pee or something? <laughs> Did you go pee pee? Did you go pee pee or something? And Lao Wangji has fucking had it. He just wants to, like, exist in peace. He's and like, not oh, think my God. About this, yeah. this dangerous boy. <laughs> this dangerous boy. And he's just like, Wei Wuxian genu- is so genuine about it. You're right. He's, he's so keeps, cute about it. He's so cute. He's like, oh, Lao Wangji, you're so cool. Yeah. He's like, you're so cool. You have such a good, you know. You're just, you're, you, you can withstand this, and you can do, you can do all these cool things, and you're so proper, and you're so cool. I really, I really admire that. I couldn't do that. And Lan Wangji is just in like panic defense mode. Oh yeah, he just does not know what's going on. He's like, uh, he's not shut used up. To, <laughs> yeah, he's not used to his peers complimenting him. Yeah, he's, he's like, not used. He's not used to his peers talking to him. <laughs> yeah, Wei Wuxian is like, so do you want to be friends with me? Do you want to be friends? <laughs> he he goes on this big thing, and I had to write down the entire paragraph it's because good. it's just so cute and it's Fucking so sweet. Cute. So he's like, he's like asking him, uh, do you want do you want to be friends? And um, he he like uh. 
he's like, well, what, what would that get me? And he goes, uh, I'm always really loyal towards my friends. For example, I'd definitely let you be the first person to look at new porn that I got a hold of. Hey, come back, it's fine if you don't look at them. Have you been to Yunmung? Yunmung is really fun. Yunmung's food is also good. I don't know if it's Gusu's or the cloud recesses problem, but the food in your sect is so bad. If you come to Lotus Pier, you can eat lots of delicious food. I can take you to pick lotus seed pods and water chestnuts. Lanchan, do you want to come? It's no. so cute! <laughs> He's so cute! He's so <laughs> fucking cute, and Lamanji's just like, no, no, no. no. Fucking, he's so cute. He's so stupid. He's just, I just love the things that he thinks to do. I know. It's so, so innocent and yeah. funny. Well, except for the porn part, well, but it's fine. <laughs> but he's just like, he just like, everything that he suggests is just stuff for them to do together. And it's yeah. stuff that he likes to do. And he wants to bring him into the fold of the things that he does in his daily life. Like nobody else is brought into the things like oh you can come meet this friend and we can do this with my other friends he's just like i just want to you know it's just us i want to let's let's eat let's play around let's look at porn which eyes emoji (laughs) (laughs) like by the way this whole fucking thing of all these idiot boys looking at porn all the time like it's so real it's so fucking so gross i know it reminds me of like when i was in ninth grade one of my few friends was uh my friend brian who i may have brought up on the show before uh brian is great brian good so one of the first things that i remember him talking to him about is that like when he was in middle school he and (laughs) he and a bunch of his his dude friends had like keep in mind this was like this would have been around like 2000 2001 yeah uh he and a bunch of his friends got hold of like this fucking printed out like Bulma hentai fan art and they just like took turns with it and passed it around and it was like (laughs) this hand-me-down fucking Bulma hentai that everybody got a turn with Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) the communal Bulma hentai the communal Bulma it's oh Jesus like the fap sheet the, the, the fap sheet and it's just like you know, it's here they are. It's horrifying. It's the same shit. The shit never stops. It literally never changes. <laughs> Here's my <laughs> teenage teens be horny. Teens is the problem, be horny, and I hate it. Here's my fan art of Lady Chunga that I copied out of a book at the library. <laughs> it's your turn with it next week. Jesus Lady Christ. Chunga. Anyway, uh, so so then so Lon Wanji's being uh, he's being boring. He's being obstinate. Yeah, and Wei Wushan, I think just before this, he says, now you're being boring again. Uh, <laughs> but he, he keeps saying no to everything, and uh, Wei Ying says something about, like, oh, girls aren't going to like that. And um, Like, don't worry about it, chief. Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> and Lon Wanji wants nothing to do with girls. <laughs> he gets he gets mad when Wei Ying talks about them. He doesn't want them insinuated. He says, don't remind me that I don't like girls. Yeah, he doesn't like it. He does not he want angry yeah. with him. Angry. He's like Wei Wushan's like, oh, well, you can't even can't even put some respect on my name when you reject me. See, see what happens. Maybe I'll steal your clothes. Yeah. Huh? How about that? <laughs> you want to be Nikki? Nikki? You want to be Nikki boy? That's That'd what you're gonna so get. Funny, Nikki boy, huh? <laughs> Nikki boy, huh? Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> naked boy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, ain't got no clothes, ass. <laughs> Remember in middle and high school when you would do one embarrassing thing and that would just be your nickname for years? 
that's Lone Wangji. That would be Lone Wangji here. <laughs> oh my god. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> little dick Lancha. Jesus. Nakey boy Lancha. Nakey boy Lancha. <laughs> Fucking speaking of Brian, that was another thing that he would do is he was like prank call places like restaurants and be like yeah yeah yeah." it was him and his friend christine and she would call places and be like yeah um i want to come eat at your restaurant i want to make a uh, reservation but um my boyfriend stole my clothes could could i come eat at your restaurant nude (laughs) (laughs) and that's lodge on right now (laughs) yeah he gets Wei Ying steals all his clothes, and he has to call up the ancient Chinese vampire times Olive Garden. Can I can I study at the library pavilion nude? <laughs> Is it against sect rules? <laughs> Is it against sect rules if your wannabe boyfriend stole your clothes? <laughs> asking for a friend. A I T A. I had to study nude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so that's where that scene ends. Uh, then we get to, then we get a bunch of stuff about how Lan Chi Ren is a sleepy boy. Yeah, he's a sleepy boy. He can't be, he can't be asked to, like, teach class. He just calls out pretty much every day. Or, like, I mean, he lets, he lets class out early because he's like, all right, fuck it. I got an hour of sleep. Yeah, like. Y'all just li- go quiet study. I can't fucking blame him at all. Like, I see a lot of hate for Lan Chi Ren. On the internet. I do too. I see some things that I I think are honestly a bit unwarranted. I don't agree with him all of the time. I have some big bones to pick with him. But shit like this, I'm just like, man, I gotta give him some props. Because, like, homie gets home from the fucking mini Olympics, right? And right away, his nephews come up to him and be like, hey, uh... Uncle, we uh we got a big monster. Can you can you fight the big monster? We could we tried to do it, but it's it's too big for us. And he says, "Okay." And gotta and do your job right. Got to do it yourself. You got to do it yourself because his fucking brother, who's the actual sect leader, is often his feeling sorry for himself. Hut. Yeah, he's often his feelings cave. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally in his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Ching and Jun be in his feelings. He in his feelings is the thing. That's the fucking problem. That's the main crux of this this issue here. This entire family's dynamic. Poor Lan Chiren. He just gets saddled with these two kids that he, like... He he got nothing to do with this. He's like, man, I wanted to get my degree and teach. I had no interest in having a family. I'm fine without it. I'm doing me. I wanted then, to live in my live in my secluded loft with my plants <laughs> and teach my, my classes and my beta fish and not <laughs> worry about this shit. <laughs> I was I had my whole life planned and then Ching Hung Jun said, actually I'm gonna have kids with a lady. So why don't you just take care of these boys for me? No spoilers though, Roy. I'll bleep it out. Okay. Whatever. But but he just he just saddles his children off on his brother. Yeah, he just shuffles them off. Yeah, he just says, here, these are yours now. And I just I just did like a shuffleboard playing yeah. motion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he chases his kids away with a broom and they go run off to launch your end. Uh and he's Those just gotta fair. deal with it. He's got nothing yeah. he's got no choice in it. He's gotta do it. Yeah, Cheng Hun Jun would be like 
a super unfit parent. Oh yeah, though he is a fair. super unfit parent. He's incredibly he, unfit. What parenting An is he doing? Absentee, absentee parent. What parenting is he doing? Fucking parenting his own fucking broken heart. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. He's, fucking whatever. So he's just pissed and. Lunchy Ren, like, he's sleepy boy, but he has time to give Wei Wishan a dressing down. Oh, yeah, he's got a... T- that's the first thing that he crosses off his to-do list yep. when he gets back. He's like, all right, fucking, can you please stop? I've had about enough of this. Just, like, leave. Can yeah. you just leave? Can you just leave? You're being a bad influence. You're... You, look at this. I have such a good boy here that I've been tasked to raise, and I've done the best that I can... Look at how good he is, and you come around, and you steal his clothes, you fucking... There's only so much a man can handle. <laughs> and, uh... Wait, Michelle's like... Ah! Nah. Nah. I, you know, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna <laughs> keep fucking around. You can, like, you know, uh, you know, keep giving us some, uh... Keep giving us half days. This is fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. So I'm then cool we get, yeah, then we get this little scene where, like, it starts out with Wan Wanji, like, watching Wei Wushan and all his little buddies from outside the window, and he's just, like, being wistful about yeah. it, like, it, it's like, like, everybody thinks that he's, like, watching them and plotting, and yeah. Wei Wushan's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's trying to figure out, you know, what we're doing wrong, and Zhang Chung's like, no, not we, it's you. just you, bro. Like, I think the only person he's watching is you. Yeah, which... he's got, he's half right. He's half right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I go into this, we go into that scene right after uh, Wei Yang giving this whole spiel about what they would do, uh, how they would hang out together. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm just like, watching Wan Wangji, watching Wei Wushan and all his friends from out the window, and like, I'm, I'm hashtag thonking about all of that, you know, in, in, in re, you know, in response mm-hmm. to, you know, all of that shit that Wei Ying just proposed that they would do just the two of them together. And I'm just imagining Lan Wangji going like, man, I really could pick some Lotus Pods, huh? Uh, maybe I would have a friend. Maybe I do got a, got a crush on this dumbass, irritating boy. Yeah, maybe he's thinking about it. Maybe he's thinking about it. He might be thinking about it, if you ask me. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> Viewed in that lens, a lot of, like, the angry glaring and, like, just kind of cold staring and stuff is probably misconstrued. Yeah, it's just his resting bitch face. It's just his resting bitch face. It's his it's has, his fatal flaw. He has thoughts and dreams, too. He does! He's just a baby boy! He's just- he's the babiest boy. He is a baby I love Ron Wong. Gee! I love- lo- one- one- one man. One man. So John Cheng says, don't you dislike how he's boring and how he's not fun? And Wei Ying says, it rules, actually. It's, he says it's actually it is, the best fucking thing ever. Thank he you. says, it's exceptionally fun because of how a living person can be so not fun. Yeah, he just will not fucking give up. <laughs> he won't give up no matter what. And uh, then then we get the best scene so far, in yeah. my opinion. He Wei Ying is described as hopping inside the window of the library. Yeah, he climbs through the window, and he's got he climbs up a tree. Stored. Yeah, he climbs up a tree, hops through the window, and he's peak annoying. He is the most annoying he's been thus far. Lajan, I'm back. Did you did you miss me? Huh? Without copying text for these past few weeks, Lajan, Lajan, Lajan. 
Hey, hey, hey. did you miss me? Were you thinking about me, I know me, you missed me. I know hey. you missed me, Lanchon. So stupid. And then, um, Where's my hug, Lanchon? <laughs> he says, if I don't leave, will you throw me down? And, um, and then he's like, I got a present for you. And, uh. Lan Wangji's like, no. Because I, he knows better by now than to hope a oh, yeah. present from Wei Wishon um, is anything good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, so Weiying has a little gift. He's got the gift of bunnies. The gift of life. The gift. He's got two bunnies. Two little snowballs. And it's fun because I didn't remember that they were both white. Yeah, I didn't in the either. Book. Because in the, yeah, in the dog law, one of them is white and one of them is black. Yep. Just kind of driving it home a little bit more. Yeah, you know. Like, she didn't have to include these Wangshan facsimile bunnies. <laughs> it was a choice. But it became an iconic choice. It's an iconic choice. She said, you know what? I'm going to give these men some bunsonas. We're going to do it. And, uh, We're so... Going whole hog, full throttle. And when I say that these are bunsonas, I mean that these are bunsonas. One of them's got the, the dead fish eyes. The dead fish eyes is, like, my favorite description of anything. <laughs> and the then, Lan Wangji eyes just, like, chilling, yep. kind of, just vibing. And yeah. then the other one just will not stop fucking moving. Oh, yeah, just moving all over the place, spilling ink, hopping around, leaving footprints all over everything. Having a great time. Bothering the other bunny. Just, like, bothering the other bunny, and then, like, the the other bunny hops over and bothers chill one, and Wei Wushan is like, oh, my God, Lanjan, look! Look, Lanjan, you gotta look right now without the camera, they're fucking! Bunnies be fucking! Bunnies be fucking! (laughs) And then Lan Wangji, he watches this for one second, and he says, both of these are male. They're dudes! Can I... Can I tell my gay bunny story? Yeah! So, when I... (laughs) When I was... 13 and my brother was seven ish uh i got a bunny and anytime i got something cool my brother thought it was the coolest thing in the world so he he would want one too uh so when i got a bunny he he got to get a bunny also uh and i had this little tiny white bunny with some black spots on him and i named him andy and uh my brother got (laughs) My brother's bunny was this big, fluffy black one, and he named him Alex. And we had these two bunnies, and we would let them, you know, hop around my room and, you know, do their thing, uh, you know, all the time. And uh, Alex, uh, they kind of, you know, he kind of, he kind of, I'm just going to say it, he hopped onto little Andy and he got fucking... He uh, got on him? He got on him, and he he humped. It was it happened on more than one occasion. Wow. And I had said, are you serious? Are you fucking serious, are you serious with this? Right now, my are boy? you for real? Uh, and that has just kind of been a thing in my life, that that happened. And uh, it was a funny, you know, it was a funny. Uh, and then this book came into my life. And it just feels like there was a reason that I had gay bunnies that fucked when I was 13. Yeah, it came full circle. We it love came a theme. full circle, yeah. We love a theme. We, we, we truly do, truly do love a theme. We I can't believe my brother had Lou Bing had bunny. Wow, oh my god. Just like constantly just hopping all over, <laughs> hopping all over the smaller ones. She's, 
Shizu. <laughs> Listen to Shizu and get iPad. It's our bonus uh, content monthly. Anyway, I love uh, $1 a month on Patreon. Anyway. $1 a month on Patreon. <laughs> so these um, bunnies fuck. <laughs> these bunnies be fucking. And Wei Wushan's like, oh my god, how could you tell they were dudes? Were you like, were you, like looking at their junk? Haha, <laughs> gay? Uh, yeah, he's like, like I just thought stupid. it. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, I just thought it was funny that they were fucking, but you really noticed that they were gay, the absolute madman. The Lamau. absolute madman. Um, and Lan Wangji just has enough, and he literally throws him <laughs> out of the library pavilion. <laughs> and it's so, there's like, there's a sentence that's like, Wei Wishan laughed while in midair, just, ah, I'm like, I'm just imagining Wei Wishan tumbling through the air. He is a fucking cartoon like, character. propelled by Lan Wangji's anger and his own laughter <laughs> is so incredible to me. What a fucking idiot. He is a cartoon character. It's fucking he's amazing. He's a Looney Tune. He is, he's Bugs Bunny. He's Bugs Bunny. over it. He's literally Bugs Bunny. It'd be like that. That's how it'd be. Uh, so then and he's like he's still laughing and like he he rolls around outside because he's just having such a good time and like his Lon default Wangji, movement is rolling around. We get like just a brief glimpse into Lon Wangji's POV, which this happens a couple times throughout yeah. the book. It's it's usually just a sentence or two, and mm-hmm. like there was one there was one extra chapter where it was entirely in his point of view, which was fucking incredible. <laughs> but like. And he's like, no matter how hard he resisted, he couldn't shut out Wei Wuxian's vibrant, unrestrained laughter. I just it's really, so good. Oh, I just really like that line a lot. It just he can't do it. He can't do it. Oh God, we love, we love, we um, love and can and stand one man. Can and stand one man. Uh, so then we, the next scene, uh, we get the the lawn on Wikipedia page. Yeah, fucking, they're all in the class, and Zhang Chong is moved up to the front of the seat because. You oh know, yeah, there's all this. Yeah, that feel when you get busted partying and <laughs> have to pretend to be a model student so that your uh <laughs> your dad will keep paying your prep school tuition. <laughs> God, normal uh, shit. I thought, yeah, I definitely thought you were gonna go into so your dad will keep paying attention to you, but he never starts paying attention. No, to him, he so. just pays the prep school tuition. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't gonna go far as far as to say that he ever paid attention to Jong Chung. Oh, uh, we'll uh, get there anyway. Uh, so, so we get we get some info about um, Lan An, who is the founder of the Lan sect. Yeah, the uh, founder of the Lan sect. Uh, the world's ancient vampire times China's first wife guy. A uh, wife guy. He was originally a monk, and he was a really good monk. And then he founded the Lawn Sect because he wanted to get married. Yeah, he just like <laughs> just like Episcopalianism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he came down from his his mountain and he met his quote unquote fated person, and they became cultivation partners. And that's where we get the the introduction of. Uh, both the concept of cultivation partners and the lawn sex, like, romantic tendencies. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's so confused because, like, this is such a beautiful romantic story. And they're like, then why do they raise so many funny duddies? <laughs> because they can't think beyond the surface of them being peerless and beautiful. Yeah. And just don't think about the fact that, like... They dehumanize them by putting them on pedestals. There you go. Three fucking sect leaders running that we know of have been just like completely unhinged romantics. (laughs) Uh, So for for anybody who's getting into this and for whatever reason hasn't picked up uh, on what cultivation partners are yet... Uh, it's where you marry somebody and you cultivate with them and you go on night hunts with them and you're with them forever and it's your, your person and, uh, uh, you- partners. Your partners and you, uh, may or may not be fucking, probably. Most likely fucking. Most likely fucking. Uh, anyway, so, so we get all that and immediately because we're dealing with a bunch of teenage boys, they're like, I wonder if his wife is hot. Um, but the thing, the thing is, like, we don't actually get- 
a uh, signifier of Lan-on's partner's gender? Like, it says her, but, like, there aren't gendered pronouns in Chinese. So, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know if, like, there was a word for wife in here that just didn't make it into the translation or what it is. But, like, um, I don't know. We don't know. It's fun. Yeah, it fun is to fun to think about. Huh? It's fun to think about. It's also just funny to me to call him a wife guy. Anyway, he is a wife guy. Uh, so so then so all these idiot boys are like, I wonder if she's hot. I wonder, hey girl, girls, girls. Hey Zishuan, who do you think is the hottest? They literally ask him who is his best girl. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Like obviously the answer is Nozomi. I don't know why you would answer anything else. Um, but fucking, I think you're forgetting Hanayo, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, no, I'm not forgetting anyone. Nozomi is the best girl. We're not getting into this. Um, continuing on. <laughs> so here's Zishuan. Who is who would be Jin Zishuan's best girl? Hanamaru. Yeah. 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 Kind of kind of the same vibe. Either no, you Maybe know what? Daya? Maki. Ooh. Maki or Ellie? Ooh. He likes the mature girl. Yeah. He can take care of himself. Yeah. You know? I see, see, but I, that's why I was thinking Daya, because she's also got that traditional aspect. Very that's who he thinks he uh, likes. That's who he thinks he likes. That's who he thinks he likes, but he's secretly really into Nozomi because of the mysticism and the titties. Who isn't into Nozomi because of the titties? I decline answering that question. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we get a little bit of info about how uh, Madame Yu and Madame Jin are lesbians together. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, 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 They're John... like two Hillary Clintons. Right? <laughs> Whole closet full of pantsuits. Madame Yu and Madame Jin. closet full of Clintons. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Oh my god. Uh, I am with her. Um, No. No, these these hers. I'm with hers. Uh, I'm with hers. (laughs) So, um, uh, so, Zhang Cheng's mom, Madame Yu, and Jin Zixuan's mom, Madame Jin, uh, were were best friends. And they said, when we have kids... uh, We're we're, going to use them as pawns for our own happiness. We're going to live vicariously through our children. And they said, yes, that's a good idea. Um, So so Jin Zixuan and Zhang Yanli are engaged, and Jin Zixuan fucking hates it. He hates it because he thinks he's so much better than she is. And, like, it's described in the book that she's fairly unremarkable compared to, like, the rest of the amazing girls. It's like... If you were like, if you were like a person who got straight A's in community college, and then like your peers are all going to fucking Stanford, yeah, <laughs> on, uh, like on rich people scholarship. <laughs> wait, that doesn't. Wait, that's not a thing. Rich, rich people. people rich people oh, scholarships right. are definitely a thing. Rich people. Well, yeah, rich people scholarships, also known as tuition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forget some people pay for college without having to. Get a scholarship. Yeah. That's weird and crazy. To Isn't it about. wild that some people can just afford college, but they usually get out of it because of how rich they are anyway? Isn't I? Oh, God. I can't talk about this. I it love just, economics. It, it anyway. Makes my acid reflux bubble up. <laughs> makes me gassy. Uh, so uh, so he's mad because he thinks uh, he thinks he's better. Uh, she's yeah. It also says that she's like it just kind of says that she's like her, her cultivation isn't great. 
she's her looks are quote unquote only above average. So well, she's, oh yeah, she's only pretty. Yeah, the she's fuck? she's only an eight point nine out of ten. So uh, <laughs> clearly doesn't meet his standards. Yeah, he's he he has to be with somebody who he can tell other people that tens are talking. So uh, yeah, and fucking Gen Z Schwan is just like yeah, what? Uh, so why would I? Why would I want to fuck with her, huh? Yeah. She's so lame. She's like so she's a fucking seven, okay? <laughs> I deserve a ten, bro. And John Chung is like, he stands up, he's like, Oh, I know oh, you did. No, you did not. And Wei Wushan is like, he's he, he says, Who's a ten? He says, Who's a ten? He like he takes it upon himself to like shove away John Yanli's actual blood brother, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck did you say about John Yanli, bitch? Yeah, you got something to say? And then Jin Zishuan slices the shit out of Wei Wushan and Zhang Cheng. Yeah, in one go, he says, he says, if you like her so much, why don't you ask her dad to marry her because he treats you better than he treats his own son anyway? And Wei Ying. Says Kablamo. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, and he pops he, him, but good. Yeah, he pops him, but good. And then, uh, uh, then Zhang Fengmian and Jin Guangshan are here. Yeah, the fight starts, and they're like, they they, they talk to Lan Chiren, and like they they're the ones, they're the ones who got scolded by Lan Chiren. Yeah, this, <laughs> this part, this is so good. So this is different from how it goes down in the Donghua, because in the Donghua, what we see is like. Zhang Fengmian by himself, like, saying bye to Lan Chiren and then coming and being like, let's go home, Wei Ying. Uh, yeah. But here we have two dads getting There's scolded by another dad. Dads. And the thing that's so, like, okay, so if you look at the way that they talk to each other, like, they had to have known each other as teens. Like, they, they refer to each other with the Xiong thing, which yeah, means that yeah. they're, you know, they're about the same age. Yep. Um, They're talking to each other like they're bros. Um, and... There's, like, if you do the math, there's, like, probably a likelihood that Lan Chi Ren is, like, a little bit younger than them. Oh, my God. Which is so fucking funny. It's, like... fucking hilarious! Okay, so, so, so (laughs) your dumbass kid gets in trouble at boarding school, and you gotta go there, you get called called up by the principal, and you gotta go deal with it. You go to have the parent-teacher conference, and your, your old bro from when you were in boarding school is there, too, and you're like, hey, what's up, bro? And you get scolded by your other friend's nerd-ass little brother who has never had fun once in his life. The freshman that you bullied in senior year! (laughs) Fuck, oh my god, this must feel so good for Lachiro. Oh my god, dude, this is the only fanfiction I want. Oh my god, this is the only thing I want. Oh no, I'm writing it immediately. Oh my god. But like, anyway, after they get out of their, (laughs) after they get out of their verbal ass beating, they're, they're talking to each other. We get, there's such good, so this is the first time we see, we've heard about Jin Guangshan and what a piece of shit he is a couple of times, and we get such good characterization of him as just this social climbing, disrespectful, simpering piece of shit with like just a couple of like lines of dialogue and like just paragraphs. It's so good. He's just like, he's just so shitty. He's a simpering piece of shit. And so they talk to each other. And he's it's just mostly, so concerned with appearances. Like, really? It's mostly Zhang Fangmyeon who's like, who kind of comes to the decision that the engagement needs to end. And I, 
Honestly, love how Jong Fong Young like makes the final decision on this. Like their wives are just non-existent. Yeah, but it don't at, matter. The, at the same time, it isn't as awful as it maybe would have been if Madam Yu and Madam Jin had been given a say in this. Uh, I think it's likely that the madams wouldn't have agreed to calling it off because oh, they're no. they're too used to seeing their kids as pawns <laughs> and extensions of themselves to acknowledge the fact that this marriage and its current permutation would have sucked. None of these people are normal. Like, they're not normal at all. And, like, I think I think Zhang Fangyun is fucking terrible. But, like, he still seems to have at least more an empathetic... He he seems to be more of an empathetic person than Madame Yu in general. Like, his... I um, feel like in it's this... It's self-serving, though. Yeah. But I feel like, like, his heart is in the right place. Yeah. He feels like he's making the, the best decision for everybody here. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he's like, look, the way he's coming at it is, like... Look, if 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 I'm gonna put my daughter, I'm not. I don't want to put my daughter through the shit that I'm having to go through. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas you know, he suggests this to Jin Guangshan, and he's and Jin Guangshan is like, but it's gonna make us look bad. I don't know. And yeah, it's then, like they don't know anything. Yeah, they're we just dumbass kids. Yeah, they don't know anything. They're just stupid kids. They're just teens. They be they just be on their phones. They don't know shit. And but eventually Jung Fung Man like he 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 wins out. Um, it says he makes sense. He's yeah. like you know like they're gonna spend the rest of their lives together and they have to do it while hating each other's guts. That's not gonna be good for anybody. Come on. Yeah, and like Jung Jung Guangshan is like he's he's. He, I I feel like he's kind of he would end up seeing this in a way as well because I think this is this is where uh, somewhere in here we get a bit of. Uh, or somewhere in this chapter, we get a bit of info about his his marriage too, and how he's he's scared to shit of his wife because uh, <laughs> she's as much of a hard ass as Madame Yu is. Yeah, it was uh, only that he had never dared to go against Madame yeah, Jean. Yeah, <laughs> why would you? Even though he does it constantly. Yeah, pretty much. But like, it's in a way that uh, yeah, it's, it's she just, can only punish him for like in private. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no couple ways to take that. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe it was intended. Who knows? Who knows? But fucking, uh, I like, I like, like fucking. Zhang Fangmian makes his. He says his piece, and then after some consideration, Jin Guangshan conjured yeah! up the courage to agree to it. I love that. Like, I wrote that down. Conjured up the courage for the first time in his fucking life. Yeah, his piece of shit life. Yeller That's piece so- of shit. <laughs> He's I'm yeller. Old- I said it. I'm gonna old yeller him. Uh, <laughs> take him out back and shoot him. God. He's he's outlived his usefulness. When was he ever useful? That's a great question. I'm just, man, I'm just... I don't advocate child murder, though, so we're gonna say at least adulthood. Yeah. Once, once he turned 18, all bets were off. That's right. I God, I just, I'm reading this, and I'm just hearing them refer to each other as Jin Shong and everything, and I'm just like, what were they like in, in school? I want to see that. I I'm hashtag talking about I'm it. I'm hashtag so having, like, a Muppet Babies about it. Oh my god! Sect Leader Babies. Sect Leader Babies. <laughs> No. I want it. You have the you have your your shitty little playboy Jin Guangshan. <laughs> you, uh, we you got you got Zhang Mian's like the closest to normal that we're gonna get out of all of these guys. Probably he's he's kind of mild mannered. You know he doesn't have much of a backbone, but he does what he can. 
you got you got uh, crazy old Juan Rohan. Chung Fang Mian is the friend who's like, guys, I don't think this is such yeah. a great idea. <laughs> He's the Chucky. Wen Rohan, who is just like the absolute chud. <laughs> For he's some the, reason, he's, he's, the, he's, he's very... The, he's the Angelica Pickles. Oh my god, yeah, he's super... He has a bunch of friends because he's really charismatic, but, like, it's because everyone is, like, kind of afraid of him. Yeah, he's a little bit more powerful than everybody, so he can get away with, like, lying to them and getting them into shenanigans. Yeah, Getting them much. into trouble. Ching Hong uh, Jun is the one that they... Ching Hong Jun and, uh, fucking, um, Lan Chi Ren are the ones that they, you know, give swirlies to. Yeah. <laughs> Chingon Jun, I think he's there, but he's just kind of like he's the dreamy one, you know. He's oh, the very like, yeah. you know, he's he's got his he's got his head up in the clouds. He's kind of at this point he hasn't you know abandoned all of his responsibilities to get his dick wet. So he, yeah, uh, he's just kind of you know he's he's just doing him. He's vibing. He's vibing. He's vibing. And uh, and then uh, Dad Nia is there. Also, he's the oh, he's God. the big guy. He's just the big guy. he's the big guy. He's the quarterback. Yeah, he's the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the shit Jesus I want. Christ. You got the the two mean girl squad of Madame Yu and Madame Jean. <laughs> <laughs> you got Man. class clown Sansa Sonren. Oh my god. <laughs> she's the one fucking, oh my god, she's the one giving Lan Chi Ren a swirly. Yeah, she fucking, her and, uh, <laughs> her and uh, Madame Lawn sneak into Lan Chi Ren's room at night and like cut off his baby <laughs> stubble goatee. His baby stubble goatee. <laughs> the two hairs he had yeah. under his chin. <laughs> my fucking... They do him a favor and cut it off. <laughs> my fucking friend Al, when we were growing up, he was he lived across the street from us and he was like four years older than me. When he got around 13 or 14 and he started getting facial hair, <laughs> he had like one really long chin hair that he was letting grow out and he called it his goatee. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's teen Launchy Ren. Yes, it's my goatee. <laughs> yes, it is my goatee. It is my goatee. Uh, so, so then, uh, then we cut outside, uh, and Weying is sitting on the ground digging in dirt. John Chong comes up to him. He's like, "Wow, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> look how look how sweet and obedient you are. What a fucking good around boy. in the dirt. What a good nasty little dirty boy." And uh, Sean's like, Haha, "I know, right? It whips." <laughs> Uh, we get this bit about how Zhang Fengmian had never hurried to another sect in one day for yeah. anything related to Zhang Cheng, no matter if it, the issue was good or bad, large or small. Yeah, and paragraph Zhang... break never. <laughs> it Zhang Fengmian sucks, dude. He fucking sucks. <laughs> he sucks. That's why. That's why I did not go so far as to call him a good person for being he's empathetic not. earlier, because he's not. He yeah. fucking sucks. He's so like self-serving. Yeah, like like. Of course he has to rush over for Wei Wuxian. Like, in the eyes of society, Wei Wuxian is, like, a charity case. Yeah. So if Wei succeeds, Zhang Fengmian has to, like, make an extra big deal about it to, like, prove to everybody else that this was a worthwhile investment. Yeah. Uh, and that he's not wasting his time. And then if Wei fucks up, Zhang Fengmian has to take care of it extra quick, because Wei's fuck-ups are going to weigh twice as heavy on the entire Zhang sect. Right. And, like... It makes him even shittier. <laughs> this isn't an excuse for him. It's just like... It's not. And there's also the added element of this guy, this kid, that he's put under his protection pretty much arbitrarily from the start. Yeah. Because, you know, he's the last remaining part of this girl that he had a crush on mm -hmm. all these years ago. Yeah. 
which and, is which just adds another layer of like narcissism onto it, just like trying to protect the only the yeah. only part of Sansa Sanren that still exists. Mm-hmm. Which is who? It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. It's weird. We have not like we'll if we can maybe talk about it in more detail when we get to the part where yeah. like. I think Madam Yu actually calls him out on that. Yeah. But it's fucking weird to be like, oh, I'm going to go search for years and years for the child of the girl that I really liked and then raise him and treat him even better than any of my own kids. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's suspect, B. It's really gross. It's fucking weird. Um, But... Anyway, uh, but yeah, and like the other side of it is like ignoring Zhongcheng. It's like sending Zhongcheng the message that like no matter what he does, it's never going to be worth praise and it's never going to be yeah. worth, it's never even going to be worth admonishment. Like he's not worth paying attention to. And that's why he has such a complex. Yep. Yeah. God, it fucking sucks. The whole thing is just like, I just... <laughs> Dude, oh my god. I feel like I say this every fucking episode, but please, somebody get John Chung some therapy! Honest. Get him some therapy! Who god? I want to just take John Fung Mian and Madame Yu's heads and just squish them together like fucking coconuts. Just like, get, be normal! It makes me so angry. <laughs> Parents, Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway. Jesus Christ. But so anyway, Wei Wei is digging in dirt again. He's digging in dirt. And like, back to JC's good like, JC's like, you better watch your back if Wan Wangji comes around again and sees you. And Wei Wishan's like, oh, I mean, he's already been here. So. <laughs> oh, he done that. Oh, he been done that. Like, he came across and I was like, Kneeling and stuff. He was just—he just came to check if I was doing a good job or whatever. I was, like, <laughs> I was doing a good job digging and, like, in dirt, looking, looking all, looking all, looking all contrite and shit. But like, actually, I was digging dirt. I, yeah. I found this like sick anthill <laughs> down here, dude. You gotta see it. It's Look so at this, funny. This cool anthill. I watched it. It was so funny when the ants did ant things, and, and I like, was laughing. He and he like, thought I was bro, I was, I was like poking at the <laughs> anthill. He like left, and then he looked back at me, bro. And I was still poking at it. I was like laughing. Laughing, and like my shoulders were like shaking and like he definitely thought I was crying but then he like came up I was just like fucking rolling around in the dirt and like playing with the animals. it was so fucking sick dude it was so sick story time he's so stupid I just like also I love how Wei Wishan like he's such a bro but also he's really cute I love how he consistently just like rolls on yeah. the ground laughing he's just yeah he just rolls on the ground to roll on the ground he's so exuberant he is he's just he's so he's so he's so childlike in a youth in like a good way yeah just like this innocent it's so cute and but like also him saying that uh he thinks lan wangji thought he was crying like you can't just fucking say that to me weighing yeah like really you can't make me think about Lan Wangji thinking that you were crying and, and being concerned about aid. it. Yeah. Come on. You can't do this to me. It's fucking rude. And the fact that he just thought it was funny. Yeah. I'm like, can you just have one modicum of self awareness? Just like a slight, just like a smidge. For just a once smidge. In your goddamn miserable, weird, stupid, adorable, messy, baby life. messy baby life. Messy please. baby life. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Zhang Cheng is like, he fucking hates you. He he never wants he to see you, you again. He never wants to see you ever again. Which, and like, then Wei Ying is like, okay, sad. and he leaves. It's like, I, yep, I, and then he busts out, and that's the fucking chapter. Yep. That's the end of that particular, uh, jaunt. 
Like, we can't, like, it doesn't even, like, everything else is like, yeah, he officially got kicked out of the cloud races. But here, like, it just goes, you should get out of here. And then he says, okay, and he does. Like, uh. <laughs> I, I, like, nothing about Lanchiron being like, all right, you're banned from class, go home. It's just like, uh. it's like the way it's written, if you knew nothing else about it, you would, like, I'm picturing somebody reading this and going, so... Did he just, like, go to Zhang Fengmian afterwards and be like, Hey, so, Zhang Cheng said that uh, the this guy doesn't want to see me ever again. Let's go home, I guess. I'm done <laughs> studying here. Guess I'll just go be alone at home for nine months. Yeah, I'm done going to school. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> he fucking would. Like, if he said, I don't want to go to... I, don't, I think I don't want to go to school anymore. Zhang Fengmian would be like, okay. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Whatever you yeah, want. Whatever yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, hey, whatever makes you happy. God, I fucking hate him. Fucking um, awesome. <laughs> So then, uh, so uh, I want to take a pin out that I had put in earlier yes. in the chapter. So earlier we were talking about old porn. Yeah. Um, and so I was having to read, usually we read this in print form. I have um, the books, that, the hardcover books that I made. Yeah. Uh, you have a printout that I made for you. Um, this week I had to read uh, on my phone. Uh, and so I was reading straight off the Exiled Rebels translation uh, on their website, and uh, so it still had all of the translator's notes intact. I took yeah. some of them out just because some of them were self-explanatory, some of them were too long, whatever. Um, but So this one had the translator's notes, and uh, in the translator's notes, they have an example of the porn that they probably would have <laughs> been looking at, but specifically they have uh, they have a, uh, some ancient Chinese gay porn. Yeah. Uh, and can we fucking talk about this for a second? Sure. I'm going to pull it up because I meant to have this ready to go earlier, but I forgot. So the translator's note says picture books. These most likely refer to books of erotic illustrations. As this has already appeared a few times in the story, it might be a good idea to check out what they actually look like. This is an example of a cut sleeve illustration. And the bottom here is very distinctly wearing a fun little jiggy hat. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> There's just somebody like watching through the window as these two guys fuck over a table. <laughs> wow. They're just they're just peeking. Just peeking. They're just peeking. Just taking a little peek. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're looking so soulfully into each other's eyes. I know, it's so sweet. <laughs> but yeah, so uh I don't know, maybe I'll link to that yeah definitely. i don't fucking know yeah ancient chinese porn you got it ancient chinese porn so that's our chapter finally yeah <laughs> it was uh it was a doozy that was a big old one yeah uh, that was a big one of it yeah next time we're reading two chapters distinctly shorter than this one <laughs> yeah uh reading chapters 19 and 20 yes indeed uh and um yeah lots of stuff in this one it'll be good it'll be good uh do you want to get to our good old google translate yeah, let's essence. do let's do the Google Translate Essence collection. Essence. Uh, so today I have four selections. There, uh, none of them are too long. Okay. Um, uh, they're all just kind of thematically, uh, I feel like in line with with the things that happen in this chapter. So, uh, the first two are from Chinese. Uh, we'll just go <laughs> this first. So this first one is. Uh, all dialogue. Yeah. But I don't have the tags. I don't have the dialogue tags. So That's I don't okay. know. Yeah, it's, I don't it's know. It's a fun talking. game. It's a fun guessing game. So let's do this. 
if the little old-fashioned board is really so good, it's the look of your brother, so I'm not going to give it up. Going, not smelly. <laughs> not smelly, distinctly. Not smelly, distinctly. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what this could refer to. I don't... <laughs> Going, not smelly. Going, not smelly. <laughs> I feel like that should be our sign-off now. Going, smelly. Going... Oh, but we are smelly, huh? We are smelly, yeah. We are smelly. <laughs> so this next one is also from Chinese, but I've had it for uh, for a while, so I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Blue forgets to subconsciously avoid some of it, open the umbrella, and Weiwei, who is already as clever as a chicken, is under the umbrella. Good! <laughs> Good! You know what? I agree! I... I like it. I like he clever opens, as a chicken. Clever as a chicken is really good because chickens are very stupid. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about when I got attacked by a rooster? No? What? Oh my god. So when I was, I was like in like kindergarten or first grade and we went on a field trip to the, the, uh, 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 the like farmer's market thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there was, they just kind of have like, uh, some animals that just kind of roam around and, uh, there was a rooster among a lot of chickens and, um, uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I looked at him wrong, <laughs> if I gave him the stink eye and didn't realize it. Uh, or if he just did not take kindly to me being there, but, uh, I'm there with my class and he just runs up and swipes at my chest with his talons. Oh my god! I had to go home. Holy shit! <laughs> I was bleeding. Oh my god! It was fucking crazy. He did not like me. He was so mad. He just had some fucking problems with you. But that's not being clever as a chicken. That's just brute force. Rude as a chicken. But yeah. Mean as a rooster. God damn. Anyway, our third <laughs> selection <laughs> is a fun one. Uh, so this was, was this one was a tweet, uh, and it was originally in Korean. Um, and this is about all the context I have for it, because there wasn't, like, a picture or anything to go with it. It's just this. It seems to me that Nam Mangi will move around the Wi-Fi without any reason and move the world around the Wi-Fi without any reason. I love being a man, so it's an absolute standard. <laughs> Um, not really sure, but I do agree. Yeah. You know, if I had to wager a guess, I would definitely say that that Nam Mangi will absolutely move the Wi-Fi. Nam Mangi. Nam Mangi Pokemon will move the world around the Wi-Fi. Without any reason. Without any reason. None reason whatsoever. None reason. None reason. None. I love being a man, so it's an absolute standard. I love being standard. a man. It's an absolute standard. For all of my male listeners, all of our male listeners, carry that with you in your heart. It's an absolute standard. It's an absolute standard. Um, so this final one is very fun. Uh, <laughs> this one is the summary of a fic that was posted on Wattpad. Good old Wattpad. Good old Wattpad. And this was translated from Vietnamese, which is always a treat. Uh, Google Translate does not know what to do with Vietnamese. Not so. at all. <laughs> Weyan, ellipses, a black rabbit cultivating as a human. Every night on the banks of the river in Dilong, he flutes the flute that fascinates those who cross that river and takes away their memories. More and more people, after one night, became vague. The spirit was confused until this news spread to Lam Vong, Lam Trung. <laughs> Ellipsis. 
Namchum is fun. That is I like that fun. translation of his name. I hope that's I like, like a, the, his genuine Vietnamese translation. It, that it, that seems to be what it is. Namchum. Yeah. Wow. Way on is weighing. I've I've picked up a few things. Way on is cute. Way on is cute. I'm sorry if I'm butchering any of the Vietnamese. It's oh yeah. Like literally the most difficult language for me, no matter what. We we live in. Virginia Beach. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not really an excuse for me because yeah. I used to live in Southern California where there's a huge Vietnamese population. And I remember my mom, like, she works with a bunch of Vietnamese people. And she she used to, like, she used to, like, ask them to teach her phrases or, like, how to say hello in Vietnamese. And they'd be like, no, you'll fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why every time we go to, like, Fuss 79 or something, they just have the menu and you can just point at the thing you want. Just be like, yeah. <laughs> give me that. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I still try with it, but yeah, um, to with limited success. Yeah, to get beyond foot and like bond me, it's like you having a. I can't. You having a time. I'm having a time. But I like this fix summary because I'm imagining. I'm trying to put it together, and what it seems to me to be, and this is me using my big glowing uh, interdimensional brain. Is that we've got Weying, who's actually a bunny, like a bunny god, like a not even like a bunny god. He's just a bunny, but somehow he figured out how to cultivate and like is able to take a human form. That actually is a thing. Oh, I that's love a that. thing. The, no, yeah, that's definitely a thing in okay. like the lore. I'm pretty sure because I've I've read that in a bunch of different places before. It's like it's like an animal. If an animal cultivates enough. And, like, builds up their spiritual energy enough, they can, like, use the spiritual energy to create a human form. Oh, I love that. Kind of a Princess Tutu one. Yeah, a little bit. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so that's, that's like, a thing. So okay. that would definitely make okay, sense. Okay, so that checks out. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's that's what I'm going to go with. That's what I'm officially saying that this must be. Uh, so I've he's... seen that happen with a hamster before in a dog name. Oh, I love that. Great, oh, right? you know how I am about a hamster. You know it. Uh, but, yeah, so we got Bunny Weighing. Uh, he gets, he gets enough spirits to be able to be, to Detroit become human. That's good. Uh, and he's kind of, I guess, doing some kind of Pied Piper bullshit, because he flutes the flute. He uh, does flute the flute. He takes away people's memories. They become vague. They do become vague. <laughs> uh, the spirit is confused. I'm not sure who the spirit is, who or what the spirit is, but it's confused, and then, uh... Uh, Lam Trum hears about it, um, and then that's where we go. That's kind of where our our little ears prick up. Yeah, Lam Trum's Lam Trum's on the case. Yeah, good old Lam Trum and good old Way On. Way On. I love it. Uh, I love that shit. I hope this fic is for anybody who can read Vietnamese uh, and has enjoyed whatever fic this is. I don't remember what it is. Uh, I hope it's good because the premise. Very cute. Oh, I'm 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 putting on my chef hat and kissing. Shout out to my via listeners. <laughs> uh, if we have any. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll get into something having to do with that. So really, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's get into some questions. Yeah, let's do some questions. Questions. Uh, so if you got some questions, you can go ahead and send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com/ask or via Twitter at cloudrecesspod. Just the one recess. Just the one recess. Just the one. Um, we have questions coming in from all over the place. Today. Wow. Um, so let's go to Twitter first. Twitter. Twitter. We have one on Twitter. 
one? Is it just the one? It's just the one. Yeah. One question on Twitter, and this is good. You know it's from our pal at Ask Jovery. The you only one it. who ever asks us questions on Twitter. Everybody asks us questions on Twitter. It's fun. <laughs> they did ask, if you guys were bunnies in the cloud recesses, what kind do you think you would be? And what bunny shenanigans do you think Bun Wong G and Wei Bun Sean get up to beyond the obvious? <laughs> Oh my god, okay. I already know what type of bunny I am because my fursona is a Holland Lop. That's right. Yeah, cream-colored Holland Lop, so yeah, that's me. Yeah, she's furry trash. Listen, so I'm I'm bun. I'm Lop. Um, I would be... <laughs> I would be like a what's, dusky brown Flemish giant. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the bear of bunnies? <laughs> and Flemish it's that, giant. Yeah, it's Definitely absolutely. a Flemish giant. Oh my god. A large one. Big. And I'm I'm the dwarf who is in love with my giant them friend, my giant wife. I'm obsessed with my giant wife who's four times my size. Um That's it. (laughs) uh, I love my curvy wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the wife guy. Um, (laughs) You're the wife guy. (laughs) Uh but uh what type of bunny shenanigans do they get up to? I mean, Wade Bunshawn. Tushan, as I've heard him called. Tushan! I love that. He, I mean, he's making a mess. I feel like, yeah, he would make a mess and he would make a point to drag uh, Lon Bungie <laughs> on uh, many, many badly thought out bunny adventures. Yeah, little capers. Little th- capers. I'm thinking back to the shit that my bunnies used to do and it's mostly chewing up things. Uh, Running if, around and getting lost. Pooping as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they chewed all of the buttons off of my TV remote. That's great. <laughs> they chewed a lot of pencils down to the lid. Wow! <laughs> just so it would just be this stick of graphite with, like, the eraser head on it. That's impressive. It's funny. Holy shit. Yeah, so I'm guessing they're gonna chew a lot of wood. <laughs> okay. Definitely gonna chew some wood. You cannot put these fucking bunnies in the library pavilion. This just occurred to me. Oh, no. They're gonna be pooping all over it. They're gonna be eating all of the paper. No, okay, so here's the thing. I feel like Lon Bungie would probably realize the sanctity of the space (laughs) until Wei Bunchan, like, started really getting in on it. And he's like, come on, man, this paper's delicious. You know you want to. And And at first he's like, at first, yeah, the first few times he's like, no. In typical bun- bungee fashion, he's yeah. like, no, no, I'm, no. I'm above it. I'm, I'm only good. going to eat my Timothy hay. I can control myself. Yeah. I can control myself. I'm good. I'm good. I'm eating my lettuce. It's I'm fine. I'm good. I'm chilling. The way with Sean's like, man, you sure, man? It's real fun over here. You want to eat really some of poetry? I'm getting so much hot knowledge right now. <laughs> Lon Wangji just, like, loses his composure and finally, finally snaps and eats six books in one sitting. Yep. It's good. I like that. They're very cute. They're good. Uh, they're very good. Uh, let's go over to Dwinder. Or, uh, not Dwinder. Dumbler. Uh, Dumbler. So we got us a two-parter. A two-parter. All right. And um, I've already read this, so I'm just going to say a uh, little bit of a spoiler alert. I do want to talk about this because I big agree with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some spoilers here. So if you want to avoid that, just skip ahead some. Yeah. Yeah. So Captain hyphen Nocturnal Wanderlust said this is a two-parter because it wouldn't all fit. 
Part one, so much shit could have been avoided in MDZS if Jin Guangshan had been a decent person. Yes. <laughs> if he kept his dick in his pants and listened to the other sect leaders so much could have been avoided. I'm about to go galaxy brain and sorry for possible spoilers. Please don't apologize. But if Jin Guangshan hadn't been power hungry and forced the remaining ones into slavery, Wei Wuxian may not have become the Yiling Patriarch, which ended in Jin Zixuan's death. Part two of my earlier submission that leads to Mo Yu. If Jean Guangshan had been a decent guy, he would have cared for all the kids he produced, which means he wouldn't have shipped Mo Yu off and caused him to go crazy and summon Wei Wuxian. And Jean Guangyao. Jean Guangshan being decent could have maybe stopped Jiggy from all the stuff he did. Think about it. I'm not saying everything would be solved, but some really big things could have been avoided. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I like that. I think that the only thing I don't necessarily agree with is... um. Wei Wuxian not becoming the Yiling Patriarch because I think in that in that way it was pretty much inevitable that he was going to have to do that because if you think about it, you know, he lost his golden core. There was really no other method for him to continue living and helping people and saving people. Even if, even if the remaining ones hadn't been enslaved, there still would have been a lot of stuff that he would have had to help people with. Mm -hmm. cultivation wise that he really would not have been able to accomplish. Yeah. Him, and him getting into demonic cultivation is one of the few things that I can't pin on Jigus. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And it's like, I think, I think at the point, like after, even before the ones got enslaved, he had already done so many fun war crimes. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I think, sorry, I think he was probably in that respect. He was probably doomed from the start, but like, you're right in that it probably would not have been as just, like, horrifically egregious as mm -hmm. it ended up getting. One thing, it, so the the crux of this whole thing is, like, if Jigis had been a good person. Yeah. Um, the thing is, if Jigis had been a good person, I don't think he would have all of those illegitimate children to you're care for. Right. We would have no motion on you. We would have no Jiggy. Yep. Uh, we would have no another character I'm not going to name. Um, <laughs> we, if, if he had just fucking not gotten his dick wet constantly. Yep. You're totally right. And Captain, Captain Nocturnal Wanderlust was also 100% right. Yeah. Because, like, it's the whole, the whole, like, it's like the fulcrum of the story when you think about it, when you hashtag thonk about it, mm -hmm. depends almost entirely on Jin Guangshan just being this irredeemably terrible person. He's reprehensible. He's fucking awful. Literally. He's my enemy. He is the true antagonist. He I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna He's keep the it true real with antagonist. You, I'm gonna keep it real with you, Jin Sec leader Jin Guangshan. father of lies. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> But, like, wow, totally agree. I absolutely love that. Jin Guangshan, meet me in the Food Lion parking lot. Meet me in the Food Lion parking Turn lot. Turn on your location. I just want to talk. I'm out here swinging my fucking nunchucks. I'm ready. <laughs> anyway, so if if you're at this point and you're hearing this and you're listening uh, you and you don't want to be spoiled, uh, it's good to listen. Yeah, you're all now. good to keep listening. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, Anonymous asked, one... What was your favorite messy bitch moment of the week? We forgot to do the messy bitch moment last week. We got to go back to that too. We Let's did. finish the question. Um, two. 
on a scale of Nye Huai Song to Nye Mingjue, which MDCS characters do you think would handle themselves well in a transmigration novel? Oh my god. And which ones would be an unmitigated disaster? Oh my fucking god. All right, so the first... Oh god, there were... This entire chapter was a messy bitch moment. Oh yeah. This chapter should just be called Messy Bitch Moments. The messy Bitch... The Messy style. Bitch arc. Messy Opa bitch Messy arc. Bitch style. Opa Messy Bitch style. It's um, so messy. Like, I, can't, I don't know if I can think of which moment is the messiest out of this whole thing. I don't... Because all of it's so fucking messy. I think the messiest part was like, no, it wasn't. Because, like, Wei Wuxian already knew that it was the it was basically the end for him. So he was going to poke in that ant hole anyway. <laughs> God. That is, I mean, that is probably literally the messiest. The messy bitch moment was him... Wanting so badly not to have the blame entirely on him that he grabbed hold of Lan Wangji and dragged him over the wall. That was messy. And that's in a chapter where he punches somebody, so. Yeah. Another, like, truly, like, messy moment was, you know, when he was half awake and, like, sloppy drunk and, like, who's trying? Come come at me, bro. Who? Who you want to go? You want to go? Like, messy drunk ass. Messy drunk ass. He's fucking white girl drunk at the beginning of this. He chapter. was definitely white girl wasted. Um. So on the transmigration note. Oh wait, before that, I want to get. I want to. We didn't do a messy bitch moment last chapter. Yeah. Or last episode. What are you, you Are you assuming that I remember what happened last episode? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, last episode we mostly just talked about fucking hot dogs and green swamp warriors. Can so. we just can we just blanket this entire arc as one big messy bitch moment? That's a good point. You know what? Yeah, you know? I think so yeah. So on the on the transmigration novel thing, I think it can be argued that this novel is a transmigration novel. Hit me with the hit me with this. Oh, you're right. Oh no, you're right. You know yeah. what? You're right. Yeah. He gets transported Damn. into the body of another dude. Has to live with as that dude. Damn, it's transmigration, bro. Damn. So in that in that in that uh, vein, if this were a more traditional transmigration novel where it was like someone from the modern world transported to the Shanja times, I think that Wei Wuxian would do best. I think he'd do best. I, I mean, think he he'd be kinda, down for it. He kind of proves himself. He kind of proves himself. He likes he new experiences. Yeah. He's he's very adaptable. Yeah. You know, he's flexible as hell. Um, he emb- he fully embraces the bit. He fully embraces the fucking bit. Um, oh god. I don't um, think Zhang Cheng would be very good. Zhang Cheng would not be good with it at all. No. He'd be upset that he, he didn't be, have his video games. He'd be mad that he has to do things. Oh my god. He, he'd be mad that once again he has obligations foisted upon him. Um, and that he has to behave in a certain way. He'd just be mad about it. He wouldn't realize that that's what he's mad about, but he'd be mad about it. Oh, definitely. Um, Lan Wangji, I don't think, would be very good at it. Yeah, Lan Wangji... Well, actually, you know what? If it was from a modern setting to a more traditional setting, it's it's it, it's kind of funny to think about because this is like a complete, like, like Google translating something and then Google translating it back to the original <laughs> language. But... <laughs> But can I think he would kind of take well to it? Yeah, if it's a modern, yeah, you know what I can see that. Yeah, if it's if it's a modern to to Vampire Times translation, yeah, um, or if it was like a Vampire Times to sci-fi translation, I think he would fucking die. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like he, we're talking yeah. modern times to Vampire Times. Yeah, he would be fine because he's just so he's so he's just got such like a mindset, and he's got like he's so just a like. 
upstanding boy. Yeah. You know? Um, he, he'd do well in... It would, it would depend on the setting that he's being transliterated yeah. into, mm-hmm. is, is the bottom line. Yeah, definitely. Who else do you think might be good at it? Because, um, I mean, we've got, we've got the, like... <laughs> we've got our, our, our zero and our ten here on our scale. Ah. Uh, and I feel like that's very... Yeah. Um, um, Lon Shichen would be vibing. He would be vibing. He'd be like, you know what, this is kind of cool. He's like, I can do this. Um, he isn't super crafty, though. Like, I don't, he's not. I feel like he, if he's allowed to vibe, this is, like, if Lan Wangji depends on the, the setting, mm-hmm. Lan Shichen depends on the character. Because if it's a yeah. character where he's just allowed to vibe, I feel like he'd do fine. If he's a character where he has to, like, think on his feet, I don't think he's gonna do quite as yeah, well. Yeah, neither of the Lans are really very good at that. Yeah. They're like, I saw this, I saw this in a fic I was reading today. Um, fucking Lon Wangji is, like, he's intelligent, but his intelligence is high, but his processing takes, Mm -hmm. is, like, pretty slow. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're very good at thinking on their feet unless it's, like, a, like a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless it's, like, reflexes. Yeah, reflex, there we go. Um, or if it has something to do with, like, something that they're, like, very, very proficient in. AKA they're autistic. Yeah! <laughs> like, literally they are. Like, not even throwing any shade. Not throwing any shade because me. Yeah, but for real. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, we've talked about that, but that's, like, one of my biggest head canons. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it's it fucking so much. Um, God. Jiggy, I think, would do. Jiggy, really, I was gonna say Jiggy, Jiggy would, would do fucking well. Run the show. He would be excellent. Yeah, Jiggy Crafty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's our pro. Um, but yeah, uh, Jiggy could do it. He would do it. Uh, so we have actually a couple of other questions um, on other sources. Let me pull this one up. Uh, so we have another question uh, that came to us via Patreon, uh, and I'm not sure if this is one that. Um, was meant to be read aloud uh, on the air, but uh, part of it, I think, points toward, yes, it is. Yeah. I meant to ask, uh, I meant to reply to this and ask, but I forgot. Um, but but I feel like, you know, we could put a little shout out here, because it's good. Yeah, like so it. shout out to Patreon user Asha. Hello. Hello. Uh, they are from Singapore. Singapore. Thank you so much for listening to us all the way in Singapore. That fucking rules. So, Asha says, hi, Fallon and Roy. Hello. Hello. This is Shusha from Singapore. Just want to say that I love your podcast. Thank you so much. It always makes me laugh, and the content lets me think a little deeper about the story and the characters. Shucks. Do you have listeners from Singapore? If you are wondering how MDZS is done here, I recently went to Anime Festival Asia Singapore, and there were countless lunch on cosplayers. <laughs> Netflix here is showing The Untamed, and my mom is addicted to the story. <laughs> She watched the MDZS Don introduced by moi, her gateway to the MDZS world, uh, watched the Untamed, listened to the MDZS audio drama series, and pestered me incessantly to purchase the original novel in traditional Chinese, which oh I God. did for her birthday. What did she think about the raunchy scenes? She said they were gross, but I'm pretty sure I saw a smile on her face. Thank you for making the podcast. You're doing a great job. XOXO Asha. Thank, Thank you so much. That's so sweet. She, we got this message a few days ago and Roy, Roy told me about it like almost immediately upon getting it. And it just like completely made my night. It's so sweet. It's so good. To answer your question, Asha, you are, I'm pretty sure the only listener that we know of that the is written into us. The yeah. first confirmed Singapore listener. So, But if you're listening to this out of Singapore... 
hell yeah let us know please like like if you guys want to shout us out and let us know where everybody's from i think that would be fun i would like to know where everybody's tuning in from i know we have listeners in like like the uk and australia yeah it's awesome i'm so yeah it's we're we're mr worldwide mr worldwide Mr. Worldwide. Modal Worldwide. Modal Worldwide. Modal Worldwide family. We love it. It's so good. I'm so glad to hear it. That's so funny about your mom. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's I can't great. Fucking, I can't, like, that's the type of shit that, like, reminds me of your mom. I really wish I could get my mom into this fucking series <laughs> because I think it'd be funny as hell. Oh my god. Like, you, I need to, I need to remind myself to, like, do the, do the game yeah. that you did with your yes, mom where, please. like, I send them, I send her a picture of them and I'm like, what's their vibe? Yeah, what's because the vibe? I think her shit would be so funny. It'd be so fucking funny. Your mom is, your mom's a hoot. She's a hoot. Your mom is her funny. Her problem is, <laughs> the problem that I would have selling this to her is that she's it's more it's more of a low fantasy thing and she's more into like it either it's mostly science fiction but if she's if she reads fantasy it has to be like high fantasy mm-hmm. so I don't know though I want to see if she'd be interested because I think it'd be so funny it'd be so funny oh my get god get her to watch the fucking get her to watch the untamed <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I want your mom to assign somebody a mom's Metallica mobile license plate frame. Stop, y'all. No. <laughs> when I was in high school, I went to a county fair with my mom, and they had this huge tent set up where you could get your own license plate frame <laughs> custom made. And she walks up, and one of the first things she says while she's like looking through the samples is like, what if I made a license plate frame that said mom's on top and then Metallica mobile <laughs> on the bottom? Cause she's a huge Metallica fan. And I was like, mom, if you do that, I'm never going to ride in that car with you again. And she did it. And the I absolute did. mad mom. And I did the absolute mad mom. And I, up until like, cause I got the car from her when she paid it off. She like, she she said, hey, do you want this car? And I said, uh, yeah. And she said, cool. The one caveat is you have to fly here to California and drive it back with me all the way to Virginia. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I did that, but it's been in my car for like four years now. So like, who won in the end? I only had to survive two weeks of that. Who won? It was me. I won. <laughs> I got a car. What if Wayne had a mom's Metallica mobile? You know what? Like he has, he has a minivan for all his fucking Wong Shan babies, and he's like his fucking uh, dad's death mobile. Oh my god, death is a good band. Oh my god, uh, dad's uh, dad's Def Leppard mobile. No, he would not be in a Def Leppard at Jesus. all. Oh my god. That's, what are what are what are some good metal bands with D? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh uh. Oh fuck. Baba's bathroom mobile. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy oh, what a shit. niche! What a niche we've gone into! Wow. Uh, anyway, so that was fucking delightful. Uh. Um. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank Do you we, for Yeah, I have we have one yeah, more. Thank you for sending the junk in. We really appreciated hearing from you. That was so cool. Yeah. 
We have one last question, uh, and this wasn't, I think this wasn't intended to be a question, but, uh... That's okay, it's a question now. It is now, that's what I said. Uh, what you heard. So, friend of this, us, Sarah, who, uh, guested, uh, back in September, Funny Tiggy Sarah. Funny Tiggy uh, Sarah. listened to Fear Baiting and The Wonder Years on Noisepace.x with it. That's right. Uh, she, <laughs> she messaged me on Discord this morning and, uh, sent me a tweet and asked, who's holding the trophies and who's he talking to while he's plowing? And I said, I'm answering this on air. Oh my god. Um, so the tweet... <laughs> Whoops, did I leave both of my bowling trophies in my hands during sex again? That's embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's John Chung. Yeah. 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 That's my opinion. That's my opinion. It's also, um, it's also Jiggy. And the trophies are his certification as sec leader and his certification as a gene. <laughs> oh, sorry. I dropped my credentials. Oops, sorry. I dropped my official name change order. Did you make sure, like, I saw I tattooed Gene Guangyao on my chest just so everybody <laughs> could make sure that they knew that I was Gene now. So, like, you saw that, right? I also have it as a, I also have it as a lower back tattoo if you want me to, like, turn around. So you He's got it all over his body like Mr. Cool Ice. <laughs> Mr. Cool Yow! Mr. Cool Yow. <laughs> I hate that so much. I'm over it. I'm leaving. Mr. Cool Yow. Mr. Cool Yow. Oh my god. I'm gonna uh, end it all. Okay, but we missed the second half of the, the, the question, which is, uh, who's he talking to while he's plowing? Oh my god. <laughs> We gotta out our ships. <laughs> oh my god. As if we haven't already. We, we've we been very clear. We've been very candid with, with about our preferences. Candid about our canon preferences. Because <laughs> all ships, we like our canon because we only have correct opinions. It's true. Unfortunately, it's true. It's unfortunately, go Wait, back and listen that? to candle the wax? Why are you fucking with the candle wax? I don't fucking know. Don't fucking touch the candle wax. No, I'm a real dad. So I'm not those your are dad questions. at all. That'd be fucking weird. Ew. Ugh. Like a giant fungion moment. Ew, no. Don't. That's uh, nasty. Nasty. So anyway. Anyway, look at baby cat. Oh, just one hand. She's just got the one hand out. She's <laughs> like, hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> She's fucking fat. Anyway, uh, so those are our questions. Those are our questions. Now it's time to keep house. It's time to keep some house. We have a Patreon. Did you know that we have a Patreon? And if you give us a dollar, three dollars, or I mean, um, um, um. One, five, or ten dollars. One dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month, you can get like really cool stuff and also help me pay for my check engine light. Yeah. That is on currently. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Patreon.com slash pod recesses, where for a dollar a month, uh, you can throw some treats into our mouths, help us pay for our bills and things. Uh, and Maybe pay for a new microphone, because this one fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, this one isn't great. It's terrible. Uh, but for a, bo- a, do- a baller. A baller. For one baller. Baller. Uh, <laughs> you can be a disciple of the show and get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive bonus content, plus a special role in our Discord. All of our bonus content, uh, including She's and Good iPad. Which is our scum villain self-saving system read-through. We read-through podcast. The only 
Scum Villain Self-Saving System podcast currently extant on the internet. You heard it right, folks. For $1 a month, you get this exclusive content of us goofing on Shunyan for like a full hour and a half to two hours usually. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Also 50 minutes of us talking about Promare, which we saw last week. Yeah, we we, we made a little Promare (laughs) mini podcast. That was great. We talked about Promare. For $5 a month, you can be a sec leader of the show and you get all of that, plus a more special role in the Discord channel, and you get a little shout-out message uh, on the show. We will say thank you. And uh, you can also send us a quick little message for us to read. Yeah. Uh, And then for $10 a month, you can be chief cultivator of the entire, the whole-ass Pod Recesses world, and get all of that and an even more special role in our Discord. And you can even send us requests for things to stream. And you know, I don't I don't want I don't want the singular chief cultivator thing to 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 um to throw you off. I don't want it to throw you off. There can be multiple chief cultivators in this world. We can all work together as chief cultivators. All you need to do is give us ten dollars a month. It's like it's like a board of directors. It's a board. That's right. It's socialism, baby. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking into ways I can stream uh some 3DS games virtually because I don't have a Switch. That'd be hot, cool, sexy, and fun. I'm thinking about doing a cool little uh Modo themed Pokemon playthrough of some type. I like that. It'd be good. Uh, uh, but you can also send us requests for stuff to stream, uh, stuff to read during our live readings. We'll do a little bonus crap after we read a chapter. Our voices are our gifts. That's it's true. Yeah. We're trying to. We don't have a date yet, but I want to do another reading before Kringus. Kringy, which is a week from tomorrow. What the fuck, Kringle? Kringle. So, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, uh, shout out, thank you, shout out time to $5 set leaders, Colin Arnold and Sarah McClintock. Thank you. Thank y'all. For supporting us. And thank you to $10 current only chief cultivator of the show, but you can join their ranks, Scout Shiro. See, Scout can tell you it's a great place to be. It's a good place to be. You know, you climb your way to the top. You don't got to be alone there. That's right. No, someone can carry you. It does not have to be lonely at the top. Zhangsheng can carry you and complain about it the entire time. Yeah, someone can carry you. Someone carry you. Someone carry you. We carry you. We carry you. Stop mean to me. So, uh, Stop mean to me. Uh, thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you, sec leader Matt. Matt Songju. Matt Songju. Uh, check out Noisepace.xyz. There's a lot of other good podcasts, such as... Sick Leader Matt's very good podcast, Elite Full Restore, which is about the aforementioned game of Pokemon. Very good. Uh, there's Fear Baiting and The, the Wonder Years. There's The Stick. There's Jerkin. Funny Zoe on it. Funny Zoe, who we love. Hi, Funny Zoe. We love a Funny Sarah on Fear Baiting and The Wonder Years. We love a Funny Sarah on we Fear love, Baiting and The Wonder Years. We love. We love a Funny Sam and Jordan on Jerkinit. Funny Brothers Sam and Jordan. <laughs> we love. A funny friends. We love a funny friends. Absolutely. Uh, you can check out uh, uh, Fantastic Satisfaction, which is going to be starting its second season very soon, featuring me. Featuring a Roy playing a little thievling. A little thievling. Uh, who may or may not be a stealthily disguised reskin of Zhuzanjin, but that's just on me. It's fine. It's normal. It's normal. Anyway, uh, once again, I'm Roy. 
of the show. I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny. Oh, yeah. And I'm also on Twitter at Ealing Hypebeast, which is where I do modout content. Yay! And I'm Fallon. You can find me on Twitter at America's Burden. I'm locked because I'm uh, currently hopefully being considered for a management position. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want them to snoop on my Twitter. But if you want to follow requests, you're welcome to it. And my I have an unlocked uh, kind of Don May and Promare kind of mm-hmm. side account, which is at Himbozongju, Z-O-N-G-Z-H-U. You love it. You love it. You do love it. You can find pod pod ped pipi. You can find pipi is forbidden the cloud recess. Pipi poo poo. The pipi poo poo man. You can find pod recesses the us at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecess, just the one pod. We're on all your podcast apps and the websites and all of that good shit. Do us a solid. Like and rate and comment and subscribe and all of that shit. Whatever it is you do on each of those respective platforms. Yeah, give give some some support. You love it. Uh, you can also join our Discord. Link is in the description. Yep, always. Always. And uh, speaking of always, you know what we say at the end of every episode? Zimber mm, Bunny! Zimber Bunny! Zimber Bunny, folks. Zimber Bunny. Bunny.